In my work in gospel studies, I have focused especially on what's called narrative criticism of the gospels, treating the gospels as though they were short stories and using some concepts that we have derived from analysis of sometimes modern fiction, but of other types of stories. One concept that has proved especially fruitful is paying attention to empathy. Empathy is that quality by which the reader is invited to identify with one of the characters in the story and to produce meaning for the reader through that empathy. One reason this has proved to be so interesting is because we have learned that different readers sometimes empathize with different characters. And so they discover that the same biblical story has potential to mean different things to different people. Narrative critics say that empathy is sometimes realistic. Uh, that's when I read a story and, oh, maybe one of the characters in the story is a pastor or a missionary or a church worker. And I empathize, I identify with that character because that's what I am also. Or sometimes empathy is idealistic. That can be kind of embarrassing, but we might identify with a character who isn't actually very much like us, but deep down inside there must be something in us that wishes we were like that character. When I was a teenager and read Superman comic books, I had a lot more in common with Jimmy Olsen than I did with Superman, but I always imagined I was the latter and not the former. That's idealistic empathy. One of the stories that narrative critics have worked on with this concept of empathy is the parable of the Good Samaritan in chapter 10 of Luke's Gospel. We find that as we read that story, Jesus seems to invite the reader to ask, which of the characters are you most like? We know the parable, a man has been gotten in trouble, fallen among robbers, he's beaten up and lying in a ditch, he needs help, and three people walk by, a priest, a Levite, and a Samaritan. The priest ignores the man and walks by on the other side, so does the Levite, but the Samaritan stops and helps the man. The point of the story obviously seems to be that you should not be like the priest or the Levite, you should be like the good Samaritan. Go and do likewise, Jesus says. Go and be like the Samaritan. The story was told in a context where uh, Jesus' audience were Jewish people who would be much more likely to empathize realistically with a priest or a Levite. They had far more in common with priests and Levites than they did with Samaritans, but Jesus is encouraging them to empathize idealistically with a character with whom they might actually think they have almost nothing in common. Indeed, it might be difficult or even offensive to them to identify with such a character. Preachers have seized on that potential over the years. I've heard many sermons on the parable of the Good Samaritan where instead of the Samaritan, the person who helps the man in trouble is someone else who might be uh, a despised person or at least someone who the man in the ditch would not necessarily want to receive help from. Clarence Jordan, uh, the founder of Habitat for Humanity, 
told this uh, parable on the radio one time back in Americus, Georgia during the 60s, and this Samaritan was an African-American man uh, who stopped and helped the poor uh, man in the ditch after the white preacher and the white gospel singer had driven by and not stopped to help. The Ku Klux Klan burned crosses on the yard of Clarence Jordan after he gave that radio sermon because I, I, suggesting that white Southern Americans should identify idealistically with an African-American man was offensive to many of his hearers in that day. But I think the most interesting uh, encounter I've had with this story is when I was in Tanzania, East Africa, teaching there. And I heard sermons on the parable of the Good Samaritan that were different from anything I've heard in the United States. One of the sermons was called, God Helps Us in Surprising Ways. And the whole point of the sermon was that when we are in trouble, God will come to us and help us often in ways that we would never expect. Sometimes the people that we think would help us let us down, but God comes through in surprising ways. When I heard those sermons, I thought, well, that's a nice message, but how in the world do they get it out of the parable of the Good Samaritan? And then, of course, it dawned on me. The Tanzanians were empathizing, not with the three men walking down the road, but with the man in the ditch. When they heard the story, they imagined that they were that man in the ditch, wondering not, should I help the person in trouble, but wondering, who will help me? Who will come to my aid? And the message of the story then shifted to being, you should help someone when you have the ability to do so, to being, look to God to help you in ways that you might least expect. <laughs>